I have been sharing information about Amanda Mullinax's DHS case, where Oklahoma DHS is attempting to terminate Amanda's parental rights for no reason, basically. Please listen to my previous episodes if you want to know some more details about that. But in this episode, I just want to give a little bit of history and purpose for the Indian Child Welfare Act or ICWA. This information comes from the state of Montana's website. The Indian Child Welfare Act, ICWA, is a federal law that seeks to keep Indian children with Indian families. It was passed in 1978 in response to compelling evidence of the high number of Indian children that were being removed from their families by public and private agencies and placed in non-Indian families. Prior to the passage of ICWA, approximately 70 Five to 80% of Indian families living on reservations had lost at least one child to the foster care system. Child welfare agencies were often ignorant, indifferent of, or insensitive to cultural differences in child rearing and parenting practices, and as a result, many unnecessary and unwarranted foster and adoptive placements were made. As stated by Choctaw Tribal Chief Calvin Isaac during U.S. Senate testimony prior to the passage of ICWA, quote, one of the most serious failings of the present system is that Indian children are removed from the custody of their natural parents by non-tribal governmental authorities who have no basis for intelligently evaluating the cultural and social premises underlying Indian home life and child rearing. Many of the individuals who decide the fate of our children are at best ignorant of our cultural values and at worst have contempt for the Indian way and convinced that removal, usually to a non-Indian household or institution, can only benefit an Indian child. End quote. In response to this testimony and other overwhelming evidence from Indian communities that the loss of their children meant the eventual destruction of Indian culture, Congress passed the Indian Child Welfare Act in 1978. ICWA was enacted to protect the best interests of Indian children and to promote the stability and security of Indian tribes and families. It established minimum federal standards for the removal of Indian children children, and it provides guidelines for the placement of Indian children in foster care or adoptive homes, which reflect the unique values of Indian culture. ICWA protects the interests of both Indian children and tribes. In the context of child welfare law, protecting the interests of a tribe in its children is unique. An underlying premise of ICWA is that Indian tribes have sovereign rights and legal powers with respect to Indian children, and they have a vital legal role to play in determining whether Indian children should be separated from their families and culture. The Act recognizes the authority of both tribal and state courts to make decisions regarding the welfare, care, custody, and control of Indian children. The Act also provides assistance to Indian tribes in the operation of tribal child and family service programs. Okay, after reading through this, it does raise a few questions for me because it seems to stand out that parental rights are not protected by this act. They are protecting the rights of the child and of the tribe, and they speak to keeping the family together, but they don't speak to the rights of the parents to parent their own children, and that seems problematic to me. And then at the very end where they state the 
Act also provides assistance to Indian tribes in the operation of tribal child and family service programs. I wonder if that assistance comes in the form of funding and if that funding makes the child and family service programs at the tribe a little more corrupt. Because if they are receiving funding from the U.S. government and DHS is also funded by the U.S. government, then I see how they might be working in cahoots because they are funded by the same source. I want to read through a few of the frequently asked ICWA questions. This first one is a little confusing, but it says, What is intervention? Intervention is a procedure that allows a third person, not part of a suit, but who claims to have a legal interest in the suit, the opportunity to participate in a legal proceeding to protect the claimed interest. What is intervention under ICWA? The Indian Child Welfare Act expressly grants an Indian custodian and an Indian child tribe the legal right to intervene in a foster care placement or a termination of parental rights proceeding. This right is mandatory and can be exercised at any point in such proceeding. Why is intervention important? Legislative history shows that state child welfare systems were ignorant of Indian culture and child-rearing practices and therefore were more likely than not to make ill-informed decisions regarding termination, removal, and placement of Indian children. Intervention is a procedure that allows Indian custodians, Indian parents, and tribes to participate in foster care or termination proceedings to educate state courts of tribal, cultural, and social standards, thereby allowing a court to make a more informed decision and adhere to the spirit and intent of the act. Tribal participation also ensures that state courts not only protect the best interests of the child as defined by ICWA, but also protect the continued existence and integrity of Indian tribes. With regard to intervention rights of Indian custodians, it is necessary because foster care placements and or termination of parental rights proceedings may forever alter the custodial rights of the Indian custodian and Congress believed it important that Indian custodians be treated similarly as parents in child custody proceedings. What is an Indian custodian? An Indian custodian is any Indian person who has legal custody of an Indian child under tribal law or custom or under state law or whom temporary physical care, custody, and control have been transferred by the parent of such child. Note, Indian custodianship does not require any formal documentation. So an Indian custodian is just someone who has custody of an Indian child and they want these people to be treated as parents. I guess if the parents left them in charge, they should be, but not if the state put them in charge. Anyway... What is tribal court? Tribal court means a court with jurisdiction over child custody proceedings and which is either a court of Indian offenses, a court established and operated under the code or custom of an Indian tribe, or any other administrative body of a tribe which is vested with authority over child custody proceedings. What role does a tribal court play in ICWA child proceedings? A tribal court can accept a transfer of jurisdiction over a child custody proceeding commenced in a state court upon the motion of a parent or Indian custodian or the Indian child's tribe under the Indian Child Welfare Act. 
Tribal court can also make findings in accepting a transfer of jurisdiction, such as finding the child to be a member of or eligible for a membership in the tribe, and may assist the tribe in getting a transfer of jurisdiction. For Indian children who reside or are domiciled on a reservation, tribal courts exercise exclusive jurisdiction over child custody proceedings. If an Indian child has been declared a ward of the tribal court in previous proceedings, the tribal court retains a exclusive jurisdiction over child custody proceedings involving the child even if that child no longer resides on that reservation. If it is determined that the child is a ward of a tribal court, the case must be transferred to tribal court. How do socioeconomic conditions factor into placement? The Indian Child Welfare Act states that the standards to be applied in meeting the ICWA placement preference requirements shall be the prevailing cultural standards of the Indian community in which the parent or extended family resides or with which the parent or extended family members maintain social and cultural ties. Under ICWA case law, a state agency cannot refuse to approve placement of an Indian child within the tribal community because of preconceived notions about whether conditions within the tribal community are adequate. If the tribal social services agency approves a specific placement, that should end the inquiry about the physical adequacy of the home. Okay, so that gives some history and background of ICWA.